It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. All right. Welcome. Welcome. It is summertime. I guess summertime, I don't know, I probably started a couple of weeks ago. It seems like it was... Uh, at least here in Arizona, it seems like it took an extra couple of weeks to get here. We've had some unusually cold weather. Uh, when I say cold weather, again, you know, keep in mind, I live in Arizona. Uh, and so Phoenix has been having this temperatures, uh, it's temperatures around, I don't know, 70 degrees, which is wonderful, right? Uh, and uh, sometimes at night, it would dip into the 50s. So anyway, just uh, seems like that was kind of nice because it didn't start getting hot here until just last week. And it makes it uh, just, you know, it's kind of nice, you know, when you're expecting 110 degree weather and you're getting 70 degrees. Uh, so it was, uh, what do you call it, just a, a nice a nice break. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into it. The quote of the day from singer Rod Stewart, you go through life wondering what it is all about, but at the end of the day, it's about family by Rod Stewart. You go through life wondering what is it all about, but at the end of the day, it's all about family. We are family. All right. I know you, I know you don't want to hear me sing, so let, let's get this party started. My guest today, Francis Jackson. Francis Jackson is an attorney who specializes in disability law for those seeking veterans disability benefits, as well as Social Security disability benefits, a founding partner of Jackson McNichol. He has been featured on Fox, ABC, CBS, and NBC network affiliates around the country. He's most recently appeared as a guest of Ben Glass on the Consumer Advocate Show discussing benefits for veterans, as well as Social Security disability benefits. And his practice allows him to make a difference in the lives of people facing disability. He has been quoted in USA Today and is listed in Cambridge's Who's Who. Mr. Jackson was honored by the National Academy of Bestselling Authors with a Quilly Award in September of 2012 for his uh, book, Amazon, uh, for his Amazon bestselling book, Protect and Defend, where he wrote about protecting one's rights to veterans and disability compensation. In 2017, Mr. Jackson was inducted into America's Most Trusted Lawyers for his outstanding work in disability. Francis Jackson, welcome back to Money for Lunch. Thanks so much, Bert. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. Always, always good to have you here as well. I, uh, you know, I always say this. It's always, it's, the work that you guys do is, is very, very important. Uh, you know, there is... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, unfortunately, there, there is a lot of our veterans or a lot of our brave men and women who have to fight to get their disability, have to fight to get, uh, get their medical treatments and, and to be able to uh, uh, just really take care of their families. So I'm glad that you guys do what you do. Well, thanks, Bert. All right. So uh, let's talk about this. Um, are there any developments or compensations for uh, – 
let me try that again. Are there any developments on the compensation for veterans? There's one, um, I'm, I'm not sure how best to describe it, but cause it, call it a closing chapter, if you will. You and I have talked some about the exposure to Agent Orange and how most veterans who served in Vietnam are presumed to have been exposed to Agent Orange and therefore able to get benefits for diseases like diabetes or lung cancer or various other things that are related to Agent Orange, but how the uh, Navy sailors who served off the coast have been excluded from that. And as you recall, there was a big court decision recently where the Federal Circuit decided that Navy veterans who served within the territorial waters of Vietnam would be entitled to that presumption. And the, uh, gov the government went around for a while about whether they were going to appeal that or not. And I'm happy to say that the official word just came down that the uh, Solicitor General is not going to appeal that decision, which means that those uh, blue water sailors will now finally get the same treatment as other Vietnam veterans and will be presumed to have been exposed to Agent Orange and able to get veterans' benefits for things like diabetes. So that's probably the biggest development in terms of compensation. That's huge. That is really huge. Uh, just so our audience understands uh, how significant this is, how long did it take uh, for this to get, what's the word I'm looking for, ratified or approved? I mean, it, it, obviously it, was, it went through the court, so I guess, uh, you know, maybe that's not the right word, but I guess to finally get this decision confirmed, it, it took, correct me if I'm wrong, like 30 years? That's about right, Bert. Um, the, uh, the original act allowing the presumption for, uh, uh, for uh, service connection for Agent Orange for Vietnam veterans is about 30 years ago. I don't remember the exact date, but that's, that's roughly correct. And the issue for Blue Water Sailors went kind of up and down and back and forth. There were some varying court decisions about it at different times, but it's finally resolved at this point. Anyone who served within the territorial waters of uh, the Republic of Vietnam on a Navy ship will now be entitled to that presumption and will automatically be able to get benefits for Agent Orange-connected diseases like prostate cancer or diabetes or ischemic heart disease. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And, and again, for our audience, uh, the, 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 these uh, servicemen and women uh, who were servicing the, the planes, if you will, uh, who, that were covered in Agent Orange, uh, they were washing these planes or, ma or maintaining these planes, and so they, they had exposure to this very dangerous chemical. And unfortunately, our government didn't want to take care of these, these people. And unfortunately, it took, you know, three-plus decades to get this uh, finally uh, turned around. And this is the kind of stuff that people like, Francis Jackson and his team take care of, and it's just it's just something that doesn't get the the media attention that it should. But um, I'm so glad that it finally turned around for them. 
Uh, all right, so um, let's see. What about uh, any other updates as far as uh, veterans' compensations? Well, there are there are really two um, two big ones um, in terms of health care for veterans. Um, one is that uh, the uh, Veterans Administration, the health side of the Veterans Administration, a few years ago went on a very determined effort to cure folks who were suffering from hepatitis C. And as you know, um, among the baby boomers, that has been a a, a big problem. Uh, people got it from blood transfusions and various other ways before we all understood what hepatitis C was and how you got it and all those things. So it's a big deal for uh, for a lot of older veterans. And the VA went on uh, a really ambitious program to cure all the vets who were suffering from that about four years ago. And they had about 100,000 veterans who were suffering from hepatitis C who were in the VA health system. And right now they've gotten a permanent cure for about three quarters of those folks. They're still working on the last 25,000 or so, but that's a, that's a huge, huge um, improvement as you can appreciate. And the, uh, the treatment's very expensive. So for veterans who didn't have much money, the fact that the VA is undertaking this has really been a, a, an enormous benefit. Um, the, uh, the cost of that drug, um, you know, the Soldavi came on the market in uh, 2014, and it's, uh, it's got some new competitors now, Maverat and some others, but, uh, you know, it, it costs like $13,000 to buy that, uh, that stuff at, re- at retail uh, to cure hepatitis C. And luckily for us, the, the VA is, has worked it out not to pay that much per, per capita, but uh, it's, it's really a huge, huge thing that they've done. They've, they've completely cured literally 75,000 or so veterans, and they're, they're still in the process of, uh, of curing the, the remainder. But, you know, that's, that's just an enormous step forward. That's huge. Yeah. That, that's it really incredible. Is. And the, the other big, uh, big step in the healthcare arena is uh, there's a new federal law called the Mission Act. You may remember over the last couple of years, we've talked sometimes about the, uh, the predecessors to the Mission Act. It was called the Choice Act. And the purpose was to make it possible for veterans who didn't have ready access to VA health care facilities to get treatment and have it be paid for by the Veterans Administration because those folks didn't have good access to uh, VA health care. So what, what's happened now is Congress uh, has worked hard on this and, and really have to get credit for this one. They've, they've done a good job for once. Um, they put together something called um, the, the Mission Act, and it replaces choice. And what it does is to allow veterans who um, are facing long wait times or specialty care health needs or emergency care health needs to get private care under a lot of circumstances. Um, 
and of course it's it's limited because we can't afford uh, according to uh, some of our politicians to provide health care to everyone but still uh, for veterans it's uh, it, it applies to all veterans um, it applies for urgent care for most things if you go to urgent care for dental needs or preventive care it won't cover those but for genuine urgent care um, it uh, it will cover most of it you have to go to part of the VA network that's under contract that you know private providers who are under contract to the VA but there's a there's a good network I mean Congress really has done a good job on this it's a it's a, it's a good uh, it's a good program um, so veterans who are enrolled in VA health care and uh, go through the VA for other um, health care matters can uh, can get private care um, urgent care is usually the big issue for most people that's you know when it's hard to to get to the VA um, when you when you have an emergent situation but uh, it's it also applies in other situations where or in your particular area for example there may be a lack of VA specialists in a particular specialty whether it's neurology or cardiology or uh, vascular disease or whatever it happens to be but when right. when there's a shortage within the VA um, then there's a chance for the uh, folks to get outside care, and so all in all, it's uh, it's really um, a very very good program. And where if you don't mind publicizing it, the number that uh, the folks can call the VA Health Resource Center um, with questions is one eight seven seven two 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 vets. So that's one eight seven seven two 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 vets, and those folks can answer questions and direct you about um, how to uh, work within the Mission Act and get uh, care in the community to the, to the extent that you're an eligible veteran and entitled to that. So that's I love that's, that. So the number is 877-222-VETS. That's right, V-E-T-S, VETS. Um, that'll, that'll get you through to the folks that uh, can help you get uh, guided to the to the right uh, providers outside the VA and uh, get uh, get the care that you need. Oh man, that's awesome! I think that's a huge, huge deal. Um, all right, so um, let me ask you this: Is there any progress on the linking of medical records with the Department of Defense? Uh, this is something that you and I spoke about uh, a while back, and, and uh, see if there's any progress there. Yeah, actually, uh, VA and the Department of uh, Veterans Affairs, I'm sorry, the VA and the Department of Defense um, have got uh, a couple of big projects going. The, the, uh, the healthcare one is, uh, is certainly the biggest, and uh, the, the, uh, the government has, has uh, set up a... Uh, a contract with the Cerner Corporation, uh, and they've got a $16 billion contract, that's billion with a B, um, to uh, try to make these record systems compatible. And as you may recall, they have spent millions and millions over the last few years trying to make this work, and it hasn't. So they've now uh, 
with a, a single source contractor with Cerner, and it looks like this finally may come together. Um, the, uh, the head of uh, governmental services for uh, uh, Cerner, uh, a fellow by the name of Travis Dalton, has uh, has talked about the scope of the project some, and, and let me just give you a couple of statistics, which um, is is sort of the uh, give you a little sense of it. They're they're talking about making this available at 117 different VA sites. They're talking about training 300,000 VAs uh, VA employees to use it. Wow. And they're, you know, they're uh, they're facing a, a major challenge here. But um, it does appear that they they've got the the right people and the right um, software. And it looks like this is finally going to uh, come together. And you know, it's uh, it's been been tried as. Uh, as I mentioned several times, without much success. But the uh, what they're doing this time, and, and the reason I think it may actually work, is Cerner set up the new healthcare electronic records for um, the military, for the Department of Defense, what they call the uh, uh, medical health system uh, genesis system, and so. Without boring you with all the details, essentially what the VA decided to do was to uh, contract with the folks who had built that system, uh, the Cerner folks, and have them expand it to the VA. And that looks to me like it actually is likely to work since they've already created uh, the underlying medical system at the Department of Defense, and and now it's a question of extending it to the VA. And, of course, there's always the issue of, um, you know, existing records that don't don't fit into the system and how they're going to deal with that and whether they can kind of retrofit them or whether they have to just uh, only go forward. But it it looks like, you know, they're finally serious about this. They've targeted a lot of money, and it does appear that that's going to work. And as you and I have talked about, that's really a big deal for veterans going forward because what has happened to many, many veterans that has cost them years and years of delay in terms of getting veterans' benefits is that their military medical records are no longer uh, available. And there are a variety of reasons for that. Some... uh, there was a big fire at the storage facility in St. Louis uh, back in 73, and a lot of pre-73 Army records in particular were destroyed. And then, as you may recall, um, when we had troops in Iraq uh, and started pulling them back, there was a big um, well, problem. Let's just use that word. <laughs> Where the military decided they didn't have any way to store and transfer all these all these medical records, so they just destroyed them. Um, so that's you know that's been a uh, an issue. But theoretically now, if these are all created electronically and stored in the um, essentially the cloud, if you will, um, right? That 
that shouldn't become a problem going forward. You shouldn't have this problem of uh, paper records being destroyed without any electronic uh, equivalent being saved. So hopefully for veterans from this point forward, that will never become an issue. You, you never know, but that's, that's the goal. And it seems like they actually are for once making real, real headway on it. Um, as you know, other, other secretaries have defense and tried to spend a lot of money and didn't get anywhere. But uh, this looks like it actually is going to work. Man, that is exciting. Uh, you know what? And uh, how do I say this without sounding like a big jerk? But um, it, it, it's almost shocking that our government went out and is using a company that they've already had a successful record with to kind of do it again, right? Because they've already, they've already proven themselves that they can work with the military, that they can work, uh, you know, that they can develop, uh, we call it record-keeping software. And, you know, sometimes the government doesn't replicate its success because it'll hire a completely different party to start fresh but the fact that they're using the same vendor really instills confidence that uh, not only will it work, but it, it won't take forever. That's the hope. This is a there's a 10-year contract to get this done, and they have now um, rolled it out at in Washington State. And uh, the next step is for them to go down the West Coast uh, to all the the California facilities and. Um, so far, so good. You know, you, you, you never know how these things are going to ultimately work out, but it looks quite promising. And, and that, as I was saying earlier, is, a, is not really a benefit to present veterans, but it will be a huge benefit to veterans in the future. Right. Yeah, and it, it's, it's, it's one of those things that uh, has been very slow in coming. It will benefit uh, um, a lot of people, so I'm glad that that's happening. And I want to give out your website, Francis, in case somebody wants to reach out, if they have questions regarding disability benefits for veterans, if they have questions about, you know, disability benefits at all, they can go to disabilitybenefitslaw.com. Is that the best website? Uh, they they can go to that site, but for uh, for VA um, we've we've now got uh, uh, VABenefits.com, and I think that's probably easier for for people to get to. VABenefits.com, and uh, and that's where you can go get updates and, and get some information. And uh, Francis, as always, my friend, thank you so much for stopping by. Bert, I, I, I apologize. I, I, I uh, inadvertently shortened that. It's veteransbenefits.com. My, ah, my, that's... Uh, I, I'm so used to saying VA, I, I said it there. <laughs> so, okay, so just so we're all on the same page, it's veteransbenefits.com, veteransbenefits.com. Uh, and, yep, and I'm going to put it in the show notes as well, ladies and gentlemen. So it's veteransbenefits.com. That's where you want to go, um, and Francis and his team will answer your questions. They will make sure that they'll point you in the right direction, and 
Uh, as always, Francis, thank you so much for stopping by and giving us an update. My pleasure, Bert. Thanks again. You bet. Good stuff there from Francis Jackson. And just in case, I want to give out this information one more time because it's vitally important. So the phone number that Francis gave out is 877-222-VETS, right? So you can call there and um, get that information. Or if you have questions in general about your your rights, your disability, even if you've been denied, uh, maybe you're you thought all hope was given up, maybe you're a family member that has questions, then I'm going to urge you to go to veteransbenefits.com, veteransbenefits.com. As always, my friends, thank you so much for stopping by. It's a pleasure. I'm grateful uh, for you guys listening. Please, let's share this episode with everyone we know. Let's help everybody get the benefits that they deserve. And as always, my friends, remember, You were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.